This is 680 CJOB. Thank God it's warmed up a bit. I don't mind winter, but that cold this week was brutal. What's up today on the main ingredient? I'm going to warm you up with talk of poutine from Garbanzo's for La Poutine Week on the second half of the show. But up first, my good friend Kat Ross from Kids Initiative is on to talk about their annual fundraising event that is taking place this year with my homies at Torque Brewing. Kat Ross, welcome to the main ingredient again. How are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, we're going to talk about a couple things. I know you got an event coming up. We're going to get to that. Okay. We're going to talk first about what your event is about. Your right. charity. Your organization. Mm-hmm. Kids Initiative. Let's talk about it. What is it? Kids Initiative. Um, main focus on Kids Initiative is that we focus on finding sustainable solutions for individuals in developing countries. So the whole point of it is trying to look at educating our communities here and um, also working towards fundraising opportunities locally so that we can support globally where they don't have the same level of resources as we do. You've been doing this for a while? I have. Why? Only a few years, though, because I'm super young. Yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> right. You're 23, apparently. <laughs> uh, you know, there are many things people can do. What, what compels you to do this year after year? Well, um, to be honest, not to reiterate the whole reason why I started in the first place, but when I did travel to a developing country for the first time ever, completely life-altering experience like you would expect. Um, But the difference was that I had the opportunity to work in charities here before I had ever traveled to a developing country. And so when I got the opportunity to work abroad, then I was actually working within um, scenarios of extreme poverty and being able to actually see where those resources were lacking. Um, And uh, I, I say this time and time again, but coming back home, it was the culture shock coming back home and realizing how much access we had to these resources, um, but also just how fortunate we are to have running water on taps in almost every room of our homes, um, you know, our free education, our free healthcare, all of these different areas. And um, just realizing that we needed to find better ways to support. And so rather than I didn't necessarily want to reinvent the wheel. I didn't want to look at supporting um, new initiatives abroad. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to look at the programs that were already in place in developing countries and finding the solutions to make sure that they would render a sustainable status and then to retire them at that point and move on to additional ones. The charities you had worked for previously didn't have programs like that? They did, um, but at the same time, and um, not to get into a super controversial <laughs> conversation, right. but um, I wanted to, having been a volunteer, having worked with charities, having um, being a donor, I wanted to find an opportunity where individuals could help out, but also um, where they could ensure that 100% of their donor dollars were going directly to the cause. And you don't see that very often. Mm -hmm. And so while we still have operating costs and everything, just like any other charity might, we're a fully 100% volunteer 
driven organization. And that allows us the opportunity to take a $100 donation and put those $100 directly into our programs. Um, And I wanted to make sure that we had the opportunity to do that because I knew that it was possible. Okay, speaking of your programs, you guys always have major projects that you have on the go, ones that you've completed successfully or ones that you that are in progress or ones that are, are coming up. Can you speak about some of those? Um, well, we definitely have had uh, a few that we've been able to retire at this point, which is amazing because that means that we've gotten them to a sustainable point. Um, we, we never... we look at never exceeding five programs at any given time. We want to have fewer programs going so that we can have greater impact and then just continue to adopt new ones as we are able to retire. So right, so, so you can actually retire them, period, right? If you have too many exactly. going, you're never going to retire anything or do anything properly, right? Exactly, exactly. And we don't want to focus on just solely providing um, hand-ups in terms of you know, meeting meeting basic needs, we want to look at the bigger picture and what can we provide to these communities to make sure that they can actually get to a sustainable point where they're empowered and they're functioning on their own. Um, so we've managed to do that with um, a few refugee camps, which is also a difficult task because they're looking at um, shelter, access to water, food, education, everything along those lines. And so we've managed to look at supporting different uh, refugee camps and actually getting them to a sustainable point. We've also supported in the past um, orphanages, some health clinics. Uh, We currently have three programs left. Um, One is very near um, completion in terms of meeting a sustainable point, and that's one of our refugee camps. Um, So we're just in the process of implementing a food security project for their school. And once we manage to complete that, then that program will be sustainable. We also have an HIV AIDS um, resource program. And so we're still working at finding that sustainable solution for that group. And then the one that we're currently working on, which is where most of our efforts are going right now, is our Lamolo IDP camp. So again, it's one of our refugee camps that we're supporting. And we've managed to support them with education and different types of supplies, water supplies, um, a harvest irrigation program that provides food for their schools. We've also implemented a food agriculture and food security project, which essentially gave every single family within the IDP camp land and um, seed and fertilizer to be able to provide their own crops. And we work in conjunction with a co-op. So it has essentially provided a small business for every single family. I think think that's awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing that we have to do with this program to actually get them to a sustainable point is to implement our water borehole. And so that gives them access to safe, clean water, um, which is crucial to anyone's. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, it then also allows them to be able to have access to water at times of drought so that their harvest with the agriculture and food security project um, is never an issue. And then we'll be able to retire them. Kat Ross from Kids Initiative is my guest today on The Main Ingredient, and we are going to talk about their annual fundraising gala at Torque Brewing after we take a brief pause. Back shortly. Kevin Bergen here. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kat Ross from Kids Initiative is here today, and before the break, she was talking about the programs kids uses to help children globally. Now, we are talking about their annual gala that is coming up February 28th at Torque Brewing. Let's talk about the name. How do we come up with that name? <laughs> <laughs> it was Crossing Plains before, and now it's Crossing Grains. Grains. It's 
good play on words, it hey? Is, it is. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, that's kind of funky and cool. Clever, clever. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So when we originally started um, putting together an annual event, we've we've been in effect for a number of years, but we only started doing an annual event about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And so when we first started, we started with a cocktail reception. Um well attended. Everyone got appetizers and drinks and um, it was fancy. Everyone dressed up. We had a good time. There was musicians. Um, So that ran for a number of years and then we um, turned it in or evolved it into a gala dinner. So it became um, a little bit more, how do I put this? Well, a little fancier, I guess. Mm -hmm. A sit down gala dinner. um, And I went there. So of course it was fancy. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in his jeans. (laughs) Settle down. (laughs) Um, So we held the gala dinner for a number of years as well. Super successful. Everything was going really great as well. And then we decided that um, in the process, we kind of lost a little bit of our demographic that we had at our cocktail receptions that Mm -hmm. we started. And so we thought, why don't we try a cocktail reception again? But we added a little bit of a um, art auction twist to it. So we did that last year. And then this year, we were looking at completely changing things up. So um, we have a really great relationship with a local brewery, Torque Brewing, Mm -hmm. here in Winnipeg. And so... Yeah, those guys are all right. Yeah, they're they're all right. They're okay. (laughs) No, they're awesome. (laughs) They are awesome. Um, So... We started talking about the idea of maybe holding a local craft brewery style event, a little bit more casual, still having, you know, the amazing food, the great drinks, some entertainment, um, but just something that was a little bit smaller scale um, that we could jam pack, sell out. We could have really amazing, huge, phenomenal prizing. People could have better chances of winning the prizing Mm -hmm. with smaller attendance. Um, And just a a closer grassroots feel, um, which is exactly what we pride ourselves on as an organization is remaining grassroots. Right. Kind of make yourself more approachable at the event too, right? Exactly. Okay, the food. Who, what's what's going on with the food? Who's doing the food? So the food is actually being sponsored by Oakwood Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people are huge, huge fans of this awesome little cafe. Uh, it's local. They're totally putting some great effort into the menu. It's going to be served appetizer style. Um, but just seeing the menu, I was completely drooling. So I'm a huge foodie, though. Get out but... here. Do, you, do you like food? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Oh, <laughs> it's very strange. Um, who's, uh, who's brewing the beer? Okay. (laughs) Um, Obviously, it'll be Torque um, beers. We the tickets are actually forty dollars per person, and so reasonable, very reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, With your ticket, you get one free pint or flight Mm -hmm. um, at the event, and then that also includes all of the food we have for the evening all the entertainment we have for the evening, and then, of course, um, access to the really amazing prizes that we're keeping somewhat like secret. What? You can, can't even tell me one? Well, let's just say that if you were a sports fanatic, there would be a really, really great massive prize, or a few. Um, if you were a traveler, you might be interested Um so those are, or if you're a foodie, or even if you happen to like to indulge in some of the liquid beverages. <laughs> okay, so those four things cover literally everybody. Yeah. Food, booze, travel, and sports, right? 
Yeah. And I'm talking like this isn't just a basket with a few, you know, bottles of wine yeah. and a couple gift certificates. Our prizes are going to be pretty stellar. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's talk about the date and the time. It's on February 28th, and it's running from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Yep. So we are actually going to um, shortly be announcing, which I guess would be now since it's going to be on air, <laughs> <laughs> um, that the first 40 individuals in the door are going to be receiving wristbands, which then allow them to have a um, private special tour of the whole brewery. Oh, nice. Um Big place too. Wow, it's big and back. Yeah, it's it's, it's really awesome. And the the guys there that actually um, create the beers are amazing. Like hearing them talk yeah, about awesome. the beers, yeah. they're so into it, so invested in it, and it's really really interesting to hear from their perspective. Um, so that's really great. Um, what else can I tell you? Like you said, regarding the tours, those guys are super knowledgeable, mm-hmm. but they're super down to earth at the same time. Tell you whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just gives us the opportunity to chat a little bit about our organization, but ma- mainly just have the opportunity to um, indulge in some great music, some great food, some great drinks, and um, just enjoy our community for the small little grassroots community it is. Got it. Let's, uh, so let's remind everybody of the date, uh, how they get tickets. Times yes. and the place. February 28th, 6 to 11 p.m. It's being hosted at Torque Brewery. Um, the entire parking lot is up for grabs for parking. Oh, nice. That's all right. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there are only 30 tickets left available for purchase. So you can purchase them by heading to our website, www.kidsinitiative.ca, and heading to the tab Crossing Grains. Um and you, you can buy your up, tickets right? online. That's why you're Do you think that up? Is that why you're going crossing grains? Like it's, you know, no, it's just, inventing the wheel? It's just a great title for an <laughs> event, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, you made it up. Uh, <laughs> um, can people go, where do people go to learn more about Kids Initiative? And let's say they just want to make a donation. You can head straight to our website as well, kidsinitiative.ca. There's different options for donating. You can actually donate directly to our Lomolo IDP camp um, water project. You can become a monthly donor. You can do any type of one-time donation. We have opportunities for volunteers, um, anyone who's interested in maybe joining the board of directors or even just learning a little bit more about the organization and and what we do. Perfect. Thanks for coming out, man. Thanks for having me. good to see you. That was Kat Ross and Kids Initiative, and they can be reached at their website, kidsinitiative.ca. You like Garbanzos? Well, Trevor Brunei, Vice President of Marketing for Garbanzos, is up next to talk about poutine. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the main ingredient. Poutine Week is upon us. It started in Winnipeg February 1st, so Trevor Brunei from Garbanzos is here to talk about their tasty entries, and my friend Vilay Pinasuk is here to help me eat whatever Trevor brought. Trev, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys today? We are very good, Valet. I have Valet here. We're talking about um, Garbanzos. We're yeah. talking about Poutine Week, La Poutine Week coming up. You guys participate in everything, don't you? Well, you know, we've got a culinary team that love to create. Mm-hmm. So when they can get outside of our regular menu set and get into something like La Poutine Week or your, La, your, your Pizza Week, yeah, Manitoba baby. Pizza Week, yeah. it is their playground. So... Uh, I, I don't even have to ask if there's interest. They're telling me, hey, we're ready to go. Here's our ideas. Let's let's get them going. So, yes, we participate wherever we can. Okay. For, you know, I know everybody has 
well, I assume everybody's heard of Garbanzos. Maybe some people haven't been there. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. So Garbanzos is kind of a historic Winnipeg brand. It came into the Canadiens family, oh, a few decades ago now. And we've we've taken that original pizza recipe and we've expanded into all kind of Italian fare. Um, we have a kind of a sports pub feel. We've got three locations now in, in Winnipeg. Yes, yes. One over here by the Polo Park uh, location for you guys. Uh, one at our hospital location, the Canadian's Destination Center HSC. So both the staff at HSC, but people there for, you know, for the, for the needs that they might have medically can, can take some downtime in a, in a relaxing area. And, well needed. Yeah. Right. And have a good meal. Exactly. And then we've got down, uh, downtown, uh, the U, the U of W annex right downtown where, you know, it's a student base, but there's also lots of business down there, uh, that, come down to our place all the time. So our three locations, they're all growing and, and they're all participating in Le Poutine Week. Right. So the one at the Health Sciences is new, right? That's a sports it is pub. Our, it is our brand new. The brand is Garbanzo Sports Pub. Yep. And and why we do that is, you know, our, our positioning is that when you come in, you want to have fun, you want to relax. We've got, you know, 40 or 50 TVs in every location. Yeah, I saw so a picture of that and I'm like, there's a crazy amount of TVs yeah, in that there's, place. And, you know, everything is sports, right? Everything. Right. So it's uh, from tiddlywinks to UFC to, uh, <laughs> you know, what the Jets on tonight. I miss the tiddlywinks. Yeah, yeah. It's just one TV, the tiddlywinks, but yes. <laughs> Super Bowl? Super Bowl yes. for sure this weekend. It'll be popular at all our locations, but I know that our, our management at the Garbanzo's locations are big football fans, so it's going to be a focus for sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. Valia, are you, are you a Super Bowl? Are you a football fan? I'm a Tom Brady fan. <laughs> if that counts, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> My wife would probably say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I, said, you, I know you like yeah. to participate in festivals, right? So we, do. we did Pizza Week last year. February 1st is La Poutine Week. La Poutine Week. Right. So you brought us a couple of things. Maybe we'll talk about these two that you have here, and then you can expand on what what else you guys have. Okay. That would be great. And I brought the expert. She is an expert. She's my yeah. expert on food. I just love eating food. That's so. great. That's what I always say. You know, I said the chefs love to create. Uh, I We make a good pair of the chefs and I because I love to eat and they love to create. So, you know, it's a match made in heaven all the time. I hear you. So yeah, let me let me just talk a little bit about what I brought today. Uh, we'll talk first about the one that Valet has in front of her, our uh, Garbanzo Sports Pub uh, Calzone Poutine. So this one is kind of a throwback to you know the Italian the Italian way and and a focus on uh, kind of the heritage of the brand and um, you know it's it's ooey gooey in all the right ways. Three different melted cheeses plus cheese curds, pepperonis, tomatoes, green olives. Blended herbs and spices, pizza sauce with some fries, of course, to make it poutine, baked in the oven in a calzone made from our, our very own uh, chef's fresh dough. You know, but, I mean, then, so sorry to interrupt, but you yeah. know what blows me away now is that, yeah. like, what goes into poutine now? Like, it's not, even the, it's not even the same thing that it used to be, right? It's Ex its own dish. Exactly. And, you know, if you check out lapoutineweek.com where people will vote, right. there's 80 great creations you know we, of course we've got seven great ones but there's 80 great creations on there and it's it's fun just to cruise through there if you you know have I some did, time did and today. then yeah, you yeah. did i'm sure <laughs> yeah, I did. and build your appetite yeah, because crazy. you know i was looking at last year's winners i checked out the other cities i'm from saskatchewan i was checking out the saskatchewan i don't entries. know if we can let you in the studio anymore <laughs> i know i, I <laughs> you know i you look kind of green i'm letting I'm, I'm letting you know up front here but uh but i am a manitoban at heart all right, I, all right. I'm, I'm a, a 
multiple decade Manitobans. So, <laughs> so yeah. So we, you're right. Like it's it's topped with this this great final you know bolognese sauce, Parmesan cheese, antipasto skewer. So you can't really go wrong when no. you're when you're picking something up like that to to try. So uh, I'll be excited to to read and hear about what Valet thinks about so, it. Well, we're gonna eat it. We're oh eating yeah. Of course. I okay. Can't wait excellent. To cut it open. Okay. I'm hoping the cheese and everything's gonna just go right out. I'm sure it will. <laughs> So um, and then our, our other one is from uh, our Tavern United Sports Pub, also over here at Polo Park. It ties back to the Tavern brand much more with uh, kind of the buffalo chicken wing uh, flavor. Right. And, of course, it's a poutine. So we've got some boneless chicken wings, golden boneless chicken wings, uh, over our famous English cut fries from the Tavern brand, topped with mozzarella cheese, also cheese curds, some very own uh, created buffalo uh, cream sauce, and then finished with a ranch dressing. So that again, sounds terrible. It's how could you make something like that? Unbelievable. Exactly. Like so, what are you talking about? I know. <laughs> okay, so that's two. But you guys have two. you guys have a few more. Like, why do we come up with so many? We do well. You know what I said earlier. Our our culinary team, mixed up of guys and girls, we've got a really great team. Um, they're competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about sports pubs and sports, they're a competitive group and they all want their facilities to shine. Right. So this is kind of a perfect setup for them because they want something of their own and everybody comes to the table. They all, even the, even the, our serving staff, I'm not kidding, all put ideas forth for this. It's a little hard for the marketing person to deal with it all, but they're all putting forth their ideas. So we do. We've got uh, we've got an entry with our health sciences location. We won't go into it, but a tater tot lasagna poutine. That's so if you're into tater tots, I mean, yeah. you know, it sounds like a good hangover food yeah, actually totally. to me. Um, we've got our um, U of W tater tachos. I'm, I'm looking at that kind of, I don't know, they maybe stole a little bit of the idea and then added their own Mexican <laughs> style to that. And then three other uh, Tavern United, a Progi Poutine. We've got a good Eastern Eastern European base yep. here in Winnipeg. So Progi Poutine seems like a pretty natural one. A smoked prime rib poutine over at our Garden City location. Okay, that sounds super good. Yeah, I think there's Delicious. a lot of effort that goes into that one. And I think it's going to be a pretty popular poutine there. And then our last one is over in uh, Windsor Park, and it is kind of off of, I guess, the cornerstone of our our core menu, and it's called the Ultimate Smashed Burger Poutine. So I haven't seen or tried it yet. I've seen some photos, (laughs) but our smashed burgers are kind of the cornerstone of the Tavern Sports Pub brand, so I'm sure that one's going to be popular also. So every location is serving different ones. Every location. And that's where the competition within becomes. Absolutely. And it is, you know, I'm not a La Poutine Week representative, but I think that's what they're after. Mm -hmm. So a larger group such as ours or a larger brand such as ours won't just, you know, serve one thing and then get the the popular vote from the city. But as I said, our chefs are very happy with the opportunity to create their own I uh, love the fact that you get different kinds. So that's a great thing. Yeah, good. Thanks for the feedback. (laughs) No Once they hear, they, they will be continuing to oh, you know, bang that's that great. drum. Oh, that's great! And sure. the whole description, right? Like right now, my mouth is just like, <laughs> so watery. I just, yeah, I just want to dig in. Dig in. I just can't even control myself. I'm like, I'm just like, hey, let's get on. Okay, hey, how about you grab a fork and okay. and choose one to try? All right, I think I want to. I definitely want to try this Kazoman because it's so. It looks amazing, actually. Well, it smells like super good in here. Usually it's me, but now it's the food, okay? (laughs) 
While we're digging in, we're going to take a little break and come back with Trevor Bernay from Garbanzos and talk about Poutine Week. Be right back. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Trevor Brunei from Garbanzos is here, and he brought poutine for us to try for Poutine Week. And when I say us, today I actually mean us, because my friend Valet Pinasuk is here also. And Valet, I know you must have questions for Trevor. So can you tell us a little bit of like the process of deciding the fillings to be put in here? Well, you know, not being on the the culinary team, I don't want to I don't want to try and steal any thunder from uh, the men and ladies who work on them. But what I will tell you is, uh, much like Manitoba Pizza Week, the call for entries goes out way in advance. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just look, sifting through my file today, and it was back in late November when you had to. You, there were a certain number of spots, and you had to confirm your entries by December. Right you had to make your entries, confirm your your menu items, uh, make your payment, and get in there. So, oh my gosh! I think what happens, just so you know, and again, not culinary marketing, but the teams start to experiment. Mm -hmm. They really do start to experiment. And then they put forth the thing, the item that they think will be the best thing, the the thing that's going to win them that bragging rights. You need that time, right? You you couldn't do this in a couple of weeks. Otherwise you'd be, you wouldn't have a time to test and and really figure out what works, right? Absolutely. And And the great uh, thing about these events, they, they bring the team together. Do you know what they I mean? do bring the team together. the the com- The competitive spirit is, yes. you know, we're all they're all one team, but it, there is the competitive spirit, as you uh, said. And there are no uh, losers. Like nobody's losing here. No one's you know no. losing. No. no, especially the scales in yeah. Winnipeg because <laughs> those will all just be winning and going oh, up for sure. Kevin, you yeah. gotta it. Okay, I'm gonna. Say, oh my gosh, look at this. There's a French fries. You've got pepperoni. Yes. Is that olives in there? I think what? there are olives. Yes, I think there are olives in that one for okay, sure. I'm about this. Oh, I can't this is wait. Like crazy. Cheers. You gotta cheers this. You gotta cheers it. I like mm. cheers. I love the cheers. So, you know, you, know right? you come in, you get a calzone poutine, you grab your favorite beverage, you got one of your favorite sports on one of our 60 TVs there, uh, Tiddlywinks to UFC, and you know, what What more can you do for the next week? That's super original. Even if the weather doesn't break, you're going to be a, everybody will be a happy camper, as totally. you said. Next you just week. never want to go back outside again. You don't want to go back out. I like the olives in here. Excellent. It's good. Okay, I'm taking another bite. I know it should Compliments be called salt. Chef. Oh. Yes. No, you can't have any more. <laughs> If I may, I will. Uh, I will call out the actual creators of these. So this mm-hmm. is our do. our chef at Garbanzo's mm-hmm. uh, Sports Pub Polo Park location, uh, Chef Anthony Sacco. Mm-hmm. He is he is the epitome of an Italian chef. He looks tough. I think the team <laughs> the team listens when 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 Anthony speaks. Mm-hmm. But he is all about the food. He couldn't wait to see me today, not because he likes me, but because he wanted to. He, okay, here's the process. Here's where we are. There's 45 seconds left. I've got to get the Parmesan sprinkled on top. Don't put the skewer in because it'll make the, you know, the stuff, the juice and stuff lose its uh, flavor. Do it this way. So I, I love working with uh, Chef Sacco and... Uh, yeah, what can I tell you about him? Um, if I may, our Tavern United Polo Park uh, chef, Andrew Boychuk, he's the epitome of cool and laid back. Mm-hmm. He's even got the kind of the laid back slick hairdo. Nothing just phase, like mine. Just like <laughs> yours, and, and, and I'm working on it. Uh, nothing phases uh, Chef Boychuk. Uh, he is a master of the kitchen. He's got a team, but he's always in control. And uh, yeah, I think his creations kind of mirror who he is. He just... He, he knows what he wants. He knows how to get there, and he knows what he's gonna do. So, yeah, yeah that's awesome. nice. That's well, thank awesome, you for that. Dude. It's definitely well de- delivered. Yes, so. 100%. yes. Again, 
you know, you come in, you're going to have a little bit different setup in terms of presentation, um, but it's all in the flavors, right? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is like insane. So this okay. is the buffalo I'm not, poutine. I, I'm not giving you dessert unless you finish your meal. <laughs> is there a dessert poutine? <laughs> <laughs> this year we yeah. don't have a dessert poutine, but we do have some, some wild pizza desserts. <laughs> well, and you know, we, we I think, you know, I've, I'm a little bit biased, but we've got a real advantage with these English cut fries. They mm. are uh, they are a staple of Tavern United Sports Pub as well, and uh, I tell you... I joined the Canadians team over a decade ago, and 10 years and probably 28 pounds later, it's mostly English cut fries. So, yeah, we've got that going for us. I know it's this a- is an interview, but I stopped listening to you like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm so busy eating. Kevin's like, you had me at Buffalo. <laughs> Shouldn't be any, any different than anyone else, yes. Right? Totally. <laughs> No, these fries, uh-huh. cut, they're 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 perfect size yeah. for the sauce and everything to soak in. So it's a great combination, though. Excellent, thank you, Filet. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan like you guys, right? I'm, 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 I don't. I'm like I should be thanking you. <laughs> no, not but. at all. I'm I'm very glad to be here, and I really mean it. Like I'm a fan of. of our brands and and Winnipeg food in general, and uh, uh, not being a culinary guy and not much of a chef, I have to admit, these are all. It's great to see you guys enjoying them, and it's it's exciting for me too to to see them created. So I no, think you're a great ambassador for the brand, though. Yes. Well, thank I mean, you very you're, you're much. Really good. You are. It's As those. It's those twenty-eight extra pounds. <laughs> they know how to. I know the feeling. They know, know how the feeling, to get buddy. up there. And, yeah. Believe me, I know. <laughs> All right, so hey, let's let me re- remind everybody when uh, La Poutine Week starts, and, and well, by the time this is aired, it's already started. Absolutely, and um, where your locations are. Okay, great. So um, Friday, February first, which is just after the show will be or before the show will be airing, right. is the kickoff, and it goes through through to uh, February seventh. So it's a whole week. All right. Uh, as I said, when I checked out the site, just kicked off today. There are eighty choices on there. So yeah, seven days. 80 choices. You know, you can do two a day and you can, yep. you know, get through a good chunk of them. So They can go more than half the week just at your locations alone. There you go. Yeah, I'll get different ones, right? You know, if someone wants to do a run and do the Garbanzos run mm-hmm. one day and the Tavern run another day, I think that would be more than more than easy to do. So. That's crazy. So, yeah, if I can, um, our Garbanzos locations, Polo Park, just over here on Ellis, mm-hmm. uh, next to the Canadians uh, Destination Center, Polo Park, our HSC location obviously is up there on 700 William Avenue. Hopefully you're there for, for good things right. and, and uh, uh, enable to enjoy our, our uh, tater tot lasagna poutine there. And even if not, you have something to cheer you up. You've right got there, something right? to cheer you up. Uh, U of W Annex just on Portage Avenue. Our Tavern United brand, our Windsor Park location is just on Elizabeth Road and Lage Modier. Can't miss it when you're when you're uh, breezing down Lage Modier south there. Tavern United um, Fort Gary right on Pemina Highway south. So just a hop, skip and a jump from uh, Investors Group Field where the Bombers are going to take the cup probably this yep. year. Yeah. Yep. So we visit visit us before that happens. Uh, Garden City location, 2100 McPhillips. And uh, I think we spoke about Polo Park here at the Canadians Destination Center, Polo Park. You got the whole city covered. We've got the city Seriously, covered. Yeah. yeah. You can see the city, see the sights, eat some poutine, have a lot of fun. And don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Trevor, thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks very much for having me. I hope you guys enjoy the food. Come on, man. And come by to any of the locations and... I'll set you up. Thank you to my guest today, Kat Ross from Kids Initiative and Trevor Brunei from Garbanzos and my homie, Valet Pinasuk, for helping me eat some food. Talk to you next week, everybody, and stay warm. 
This is 680 CJOB.